Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Continuing the book of Ezekiel by reading chapters 38 and 39. This is another message that came to me from the Lord, son of man, turn and face Gog and the land of Magog, the prince who rules over the nations of Mechesh and Tubal, and prophesy against him. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord, Gog, I am your enemy. I will turn you around and put hooks in your jaws to lead you out with your whole army, your horses and charioteers in full armor, and the great horde armed with shields and swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya will join you too with their all their weapons. Gomer and all of its armies will also join you, along with the armies of Beth Toramath from the distant north and many others. Get ready, be prepared. Keep all the armies around you mobilized and take command of them. A long time from now you will be called into action. In the distant future you will swoop down on the land of Israel, which will be enjoying peace after recovering from war and after its people have returned from many lands to the mountains of Israel. You and all your allies, a vast and awesome army, will roll down on them like a storm and cover the land like a cloud. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. At that time, evil thoughts will come to your mind, and you will devise a wicked scheme. You will say, Israel is, unprotect- is an unprotected land filled with unwalled villages. I will march against her and destroy these people who live in such confidence. I will go to those formerly desolate cities that are now filled with people who have returned from exile in many nations. I will capture vast amounts of plunder, for the people are rich with livestock and other possessions now. They think the whole world revolves around them. But Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish will ask, Do you really think the armies you have gathered can rob them of silver and gold? Do you think you can drive away their livestock and seize their goods and carry off plunder? Therefore, son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give him this message from the sovereign Lord, when my people are living in peace in their land. Then you will rouse yourself. You will come from your homeland in the distant north with a vast cavalry and your mighty army, and you will attack my people Israel covering their land like a cloud. At that time in the distant future, I will bring you against my land as everyone watches, and my holiness will be displayed by what happens to you, Gog. Then all the nations will know that I am the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Are you the one I was talking about long ago when I announced through Israel's prophets that in the future I would bring you against my people? But this is what the sovereign Lord says. When Gog invades the land of Israel, my fury will boil over. 
In my jealousy and blazing anger, I promise a mighty shaking in the land of Israel on that day. All living things, the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the animals of the field, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the people on earth will quake in terror at my presence. Mountains will be thrown down, cliffs will crumble, walls will fall to the earth. I will summon the sword against you on all the hills of Israel, says the Sovereign Lord. Your men will turn their swords against each other. I will punish you and your armies with disease and bloodshed. I will send torrential rain, hailstones, fire, and burning sulfur. In this way, I will show my my greatness and holiness, and I will make myself known to all the nations of the world. Then they will know that I am the Lord." Son of man, prophesy against Gog. Give him this message from the Sovereign Lord. I am your enemy, O Gog, ruler of the nations of Mekesh and Tobol. I will turn you around and drive you toward the mountains of Israel, bringing you from the distant north. I will knock the bow from your left hand and the arrows from your right hand, and I will leave you helpless. You and your army and your allies will all die on the mountains, and I will feed you to the vultures and the wild animals. You will fall in the open fields, for I have spoken, says the Sovereign Lord. And I will rain down fire on Magog and on all your allies who live safely on the coasts. Then they will know that I am the Lord. In this way, I will make known my holy name among my people Israel. I will not dare, I will not let anyone bring shame on it. And the nations too will know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. That day of judgment will come, says the Sovereign Lord. Everything will happen just as I have declared it. Then the, ta- then the people in the towns of Israel will go out and pick up your small and large shields, bows and arrows, javelins and spears, and they will use them for fuel. There will be enough to last them seven years." They won't need to cut wood from the fields or forests, for these weapons will give them all the fuel they need. They will plunder those who plan to plunder them, and they will rob those who plan to rob them, says the Sovereign Lord. And I will make a vast graveyard for Gog and his hordes in the valley of the travelers east of the Dead Sea. It will block the way of those who travel there. And they will change the name to the place of the Valley of Gog's Hordes. It will take seven months for the people of Israel to bury the bodies and cleanse the land. Everyone in Israel will help, for it will be a glorious victory for Israel when I demonstrate my glory on that day, says the Sovereign Lord. After seven months, teams of men will be appointed to search the land for skeletons to bury, so the land will be made clean again. Whenever bones are found, a marker will be set up so that the burial crews will take them to be buried in the Valley of Gog's Hordes. There will be a town there named Hamah, which means horde, and so the land will finally be cleansed. 
And now, son of man, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Call all the birds and the wild animals. Say to them, gather together for my great sacrificial feast. Come from far and near to the mountains of Israel. And there eat flesh and drink blood. Eat the flesh of mighty men and drink the blood of princes. As though they were rams and lambs, goats and bulls, all fattened animals from Bashan. Gorge yourselves with flesh until you are glutted. Drink blood until you are drunk. This is the sacrificial feast I have prepared for you. Feast at my banquet table. Feast on horses and charioteers, on mighty men, and all kinds of valiant warriors, says the Sovereign Lord. In this way I will demonstrate my glory to the nations. Everyone will see the punishment I have inflicted on them and the power of my fist when I strike. And from that time on, the people of Israel will know that I am the Lord their God. The nations will then know why Israel was sent away to exile. It was for punishment for sin, for they were unfaithful to their God. Therefore, I turned away from them and let their enemies destroy them. I turned my face away and punished them because of their defilement and their sins. So now this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I will end the captivity of my people. I will have mercy on Israel, for I am jealously guard my holy reputation. They will accept responsibility for their past shame and unfaithfulness after they after they come home to live in peace in their own land, with no one to bother them. When I bring them home from the land of their enemies, I will display my holiness among them for all the nations to see. Then my people will know that I am the Lord their God, because I sent them away to exile and brought them home again. I will leave none of my people behind." And I will never again turn my face from them, for I will pour out my spirit upon the people of Israel. I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. Throughout Ezekiel, we see that phrase so often, I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. It is a repeated phrase over and over again that when we see that God gives Ezekiel a message, he so many times will end it with those words, I, the Sovereign Lord, have spoken. It would be easy for us just to gloss over that thought. But I want us to to just take a moment to reflect on that, that idea. I love the idea that God gives these grand visions of what is going to happen. He gives these grand messages of condemnation against various people. But when he comes to the end of his thought and his prophecy for Ezekiel, he just simply says, I have spoken. There's nothing else to say. When God speaks, that's it. There's no need for other explanation. And so we can see that in God's word, that when he speaks, he speaks. 
And it's up for us just to listen. There's a time and a place to have a thought and to have a, some commentary on what is going on. But when God speaks, there doesn't need to be any questioning. There doesn't need to be any justification on our minds. When God speaks, he speaks because he is sovereign. He is the one true God. And there is no one like him. And so, in the words that we have read repeatedly over and over again, we will end with that today, with that thought, and may this be brandished on our minds today, that the Lord has spoken. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.